In the Jewish tradition, we have all kinds of heroes. But the one kind of hero that we don't really have is the kind of hero that is classical Greek mythic hero who does superhuman feats of strength like Achilles, who wins wars almost by himself, and who is thought of as a great and lasting figure because of it. And in fact, the one hero that we have that is like Achilles, that we read about this morning, Samson, is so un-Achilles-like that it is hard to believe that this is our offering in the heroic sweepstakes. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you. I appreciate that. We, we cued her right before the sermon, but I didn't know that the no would come just at the right time. One thing that Samson does have in common with Achilles is he's an adolescent. Samson is a very unstable personality. He, well, I've just heard the voice of a child, so I don't know how to put this properly. He sleeps with people he ought not to sleep with, even people who sleep professionally. That's right, I mean, it's right there in the Tanakh. I am not making this up. And when he gets angry, he, he ties 300 foxes' tails together and puts fire in them and sends them into a field and burns up fields. He's impulsive, he's angry, he's adolescent. And this despite the fact that he is the product of a remarkable beginning. He does have a heroic beginning. Because an angel come to Man, comes to Manoach's wife, and it's amazing that we don't have her named because she's so much wiser than her husband. Samson gets his personality from his father, not his mother. Because after the angel comes, the way that Manoach reacts, the husband, it says, oh no, now that the angel came, we're going to die because you're not supposed to see an angel. And she says, not intelligent person. I don't want to use other synonyms. If, the, if we were going to die, the angel wouldn't have appeared to us. And then when he realizes she's right, he asks actually a very poignant question. He says, have the angel come again and tell us what are we supposed to do with this child who is born to us? which is the question that every parent asks, right? What are we supposed to do with this child that is born to us? And the angel comes and says that you should make him into a Nazir. And the paradox, of course, is that a Nazir is someone who deprives himself. He doesn't drink wine. He doesn't sleep inappropriately. He doesn't do all the things that Samson does accept that he also doesn't cut his hair, and that, of course, Samson observes. But then, 
To make him even less heroic than he already was, he falls in love with Delilah, who's not Jewish. And you would think, especially if you've seen the movie Samson and Delilah, which is an old movie with Hedy Lamar, who plays Delilah even though she was Jewish. <laughs> and by the way, just as an aside, Hedy Lamar, who was a Jewish actress of Hungarian Jewish origin, was the one who invented the technology that allows your cell phone to work. She was also a genius, remarkable woman, but she played Delilah. And you would think that what she does is she seduces Samson into telling her the secret of his strength, but that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says she nagged him into it. She kept asking and asking and asking. And remember, this is an adolescent. He's finally so annoyed. He says, all right, just leave me alone. It's my hair. At which point, Delilah does not cut his hair. She hires a barber. Again, this is a good bar bet to make. I'll bet you Delilah doesn't cut Samson's hair. 99 times out of 100, you'll win the beer. She hires a barber, the barber cuts his hair and makes him helpless. And when he's helpless, of course, the Philistines capture him. Again, unlike Achilles, who does not become helpless, although he has a fatal weakness in his heel. And actually, Samson then has a transformation. He recognizes that he was given a great gift and he squandered that gift because he was a child instead of a grown-up. And so in his final moments, he redeems himself. And one of the things that makes this particularly poignant is the first things that, thing that the Philistines do when they capture him is they blind him. So someone who was so tied into the material world, who was all about physicality, who was all about what he could kill or beat or put on fire or sleep with, or all of a sudden he can't see a thing. And that's when he learns to look inside. And the story of Samson at bottom is about how physical strength means nothing if you don't have spiritual strength. And I thought about the story of Samson a lot this week. Because for most of Jewish history, as you know, we didn't have physical strength. For a couple thousand years, Samson was a fantasy. Because we were, in terms of physical strength, relatively powerless. But during all that time, we cultivated spiritual strength. And if you don't believe me, then just think about the fact that the modern state of Israel was founded by people who had never run a government, had never been in an army, had never lived in a democracy, and they found a state out of nowhere that has an army, a government, and a democracy. Because all those years, the Jewish people were cultivating spiritual strength. 
And then, when they got physical strength, they were ready. Our danger today, even though we focus all the time on the danger of the physical strength, is that we don't keep our spiritual strength. I know that the couple of incidents that have occurred in New York and in Los Angeles have made people scared. And what I want to say to you is don't lose your spiritual strength. Don't be afraid to walk out with a Magain David or with a Kippah. Don't be afraid to be in a synagogue. Don't be afraid to be a Jew. We need to keep our spiritual strength, especially now that, thank God, in this world, as we have seen, we have physical strength. Samson couldn't come to us at a better time because he teaches us everything that we need to keep in mind to sustain ourselves and our people, including, by the way, the lesson of the use of physical strength in a reckless way, which we also have to be care of, careful of, and which in Israel they talk about and think about all the time, all the time. You wouldn't know it to read the newspapers here, but if you live in Israel, as I have and many of you have, the conversation is always, how much strength can we legitimately use? It's the Samson conversation. But we who live outside of Israel, we have to sustain our spiritual strength. We have to remember that the world needs to see again and again and again who we are, what we believe, our certainty, and our faith. In the end, Samson vindicated the hopes of the angel. I believe we too can vindicate the trust that God put in us. But we have to be wise, we have to be strong. We have to be not like Samson was, but like Samson became, a hero in every sense of the word. Shabbat Shalom.